the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh God, I ask you right now, God, that you will move by your power, that you move by your anointing. Sweet Holy Spirit, come into this place. I take authority of the atmosphere. I cast out every unclean spirit. I command every spirit to be subject to the power of the living God. Holy Ghost power, come in. Do what needs to be done. Oh, God, I pray right now, God, that you would come in like never before, that your people will receive you, the spirit of the living God, they receive you, the truth. God, hide me behind the cross that you may give me access and ability to minister in the third heaven that I may rightly divide the word of truth. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. If I was going to give you a topic today, it would be now is the hour for your God-given purpose. No one can stop you. No one can stop your purpose. A lot of times we want to say we got pregnant earlier. We, we couldn't go to school or, or my mom and my dad or it was my environment or where I was raised. I'm going to tell you something. This is the hour now that if God is turning the tables, God is moving things around. He's making the head the tail and the tail the head. He's reversing things. People that did not have a chance, people that did not have an opportunity, are now is the hour that these things are happening. God is shifting some things. He's moving some things around. And we need to understand what the Spirit of Christ is doing in this hour. You say that you're blood washed. You say that you're born again. You say that you're saved. Why are you still sitting in the pews and you're not fulfilling your God-given talent and purpose? What is the problem? But the world is fulfilling their purpose. You better take the limitations off of your mind. You better change your environment. You better change the people you're talking to. There's something that you have to do in order that God can take you to the next level. But we think that God is just going to take us there. Sometimes you got to step out of your comfort zone that God can come in to feel what he has for you. Because sometimes you think that the person that's your best friend is going to be there is the main one that's going to be your downfall and destruction. I'd rather move out than stay in to my enemies with jealousy that I don't even know. When you start stepping out and start doing things, people that you thought would be a certain way would be a certain way. You need to understand what God is saying. You need to understand what God is saying in this hour. There's so many things going on in the spiritual realm, and the church is not prepared for the next level. Everybody's waiting to see what the president is going to do. Everybody's waiting to see what is going to happen. One thing about a storm before it comes, the newscaster even warns you and we got and tells you the storm, but the church don't prepare themselves. Now is the hour. For you to fulfill your God-given purpose. No one can stop your purpose. If you believe that they can, they will. Because you're giving that spirit the opportunity and the power to do it. You need to understand about the power and the limitations of your mind. Huh? You got to understand something. No, no one can stop you. No one can hinder what God is doing. Huh? They may delay it for a season, but that doesn't mean huh, that God does not have a purpose in it. We're going to walk through some things in the Bible so you can understand what God is saying. And we need to understand. You need to understand 
What is going on? Some people are so codependent on people that they feel that they need that person in order to move and to live and to breathe. Huh? And they have not even given you breath to live. Huh? You need to take back your power. You need to take back your strength. Huh? You need to take back your God-given talent from that person. Snatch it out of their hand and say, no weapon that's formed against me shall prosper. And every time that rises up against me and judges shall be condemned. You need to quote Isaiah to him. What report are you going to believe? Are you going to be the report of your friends? Huh? What they texting you and tweeting you on Twitter? Or are you going to believe what they tell you on Facebook? Huh? Or are you going to believe what they tell you on the news? Huh? This is the hour that God is moving about his purpose. And he's looking for people in the earth that their signals are going out to heaven that I'm ready to move out in my purpose. It's not about what you're saying out of your mouth. It's about what your spirit and the signal that is sending out to the things in the heaven and the realm. This is what God is doing. And we need to understand this. I looked at the word purpose. It says the reason for which something is done or created. The reason for which I was created. I don't care if your mommy or daddy wasn't saved. I don't care if your mommy or daddy wasn't married. I don't care if they was married. It does not matter. God created you. And you need to understand this. And you need to understand about the signs and the times in which we're living in. People don't understand that. They, they don't have an understanding of the word. They don't have an understanding you got to understand at the point in time, God sent his only begotten son. You need to understand something. Huh? Can't nobody tell you when it's your appointed time. Stop looking on them scriptures and on the Instagram and the Facebook telling you, now is the time, that's my signal. You should have a spirit of the living God. Huh? You got to understand something. Everybody was born with a measure of faith. Huh? Everybody was born huh, with the spirit of living God. It's how you mature and how you come about and building up your most holy faith. Everybody is important. I must have seen the faith. But you want to know why other people branch out. And why others don't. It's the measure of your faith. It's the psychological, psychological of your understanding. And when you come outside of yourself and understand that I don't need nobody to tell me I can read and understand and pray to God and get a, a relationship. People don't have a relationship. That's why when you look at everything that's happening now, what is the major thing that's going on in the world? Relationship. Political lovers. Friends. But if you have a relationship with God, that's more than anything. That he knows your name in the heavenly realm, in the spiritual realm. But now, we're focusing and we're glorifying ourselves. We're focusing on everything else but God. So if God's the last thing that you focused on, why would he be the first thing to answer what you're saying? If you don't have a relationship with him. People don't believe that they could be in the house of God and still not be saved. You're just serving something that says religion. But until you give God your heart, you're just a sounding tumble and a tingling brass. 
because there's no substance there. God is the one that grounds you. God is the one that stabilizes you. Not your medication. And we don't understand that. We always think that we need somebody to help us. God will put you with the right person. God will put you in the right place. The Bible says that your gift will make room for you and bring you before men. Who are those men? Those men that God has anointed and appointed an hour to help you get to what he wants you to be. You need to understand this. Now is the hour for you to focus on your God-given purpose. No one can stop your purpose. We need to stop giving our power to the wrong person. We need to stop telling people everything that God is saying and stop going around in life looking for confirmation. I'm going to tell you something. If God said it, ain't nobody else can say anything else because I have an understanding. I have a revelation. I have a relationship with God. But see, the thing about it is, let's talk about this for a minute. Now, you done married this person. You've been dating this person five or six years. We're talking about faith, and we're going to be talking about faith. But your best friend to tell you they saw him out with Mary, and he was on his job at the Ford plant. But you believe your friend. Why? Because your faith in that relationship, it wasn't as scary as you thought it was. If it was, you would say, no, I know he wasn't there. Because the spirit will go out and tell you. All of these connections on the internet, Facebook, and Twitter are nothing but demons assigned to you to stop what God is telling you to do. Your God-given purpose in life. The only thing about it is Satan is using technology to get what he wants done. But just like the technology goes out, the spirit of the Lord goes and hoovers and moves on the surface of the deep. He spoke and the earth shifted and metamorphosized itself, created itself around what? God's word. What would he do with you for your purpose? He will cause a shifting in the atmosphere, a metamorphosis. Things around you to shift and create the purpose that he's given you because the time and appointed time is right for you. Or for what something is, is, is exists. We're talking about purpose. We, let's talk about destiny. The event that will necessarily happen to a particular person or thing in the future. We're still talking about fulfilling your God-given purpose. No one can stop your purpose in life. We're talking about your purpose. We're talking about your destiny. That's something that's going to happen at the appointed time. But a lot of times, we don't want to go through the process. Because when you get to your destiny, because the way that it is now, is because we think that we just walk into it. No, you don't just walk into it. There's a preparation. There's stages in your life of ups and downs that cause you in your purpose. You'll see the real thing because you have already experienced the fake, the phony, the jealousy. Lopsided, upside down. Not stable. You need to 
understand God don't make no mistakes. We do. Now is the hour for you to fulfill your God-given purpose. No one can stop your purpose. You need to take the limitations off of your consciousness. And another thing that you need to do is watch what comes out of their mouth because the Bible says your speech betrays you. Judas was sitting at the table with Jesus. The thing about us that's different than Jesus, we don't know our adversary. He does. And he chose Judas because Judas served a purpose. Will you understand that your Judas has served a purpose in your life? You have to have a Judas. That Judas pushes you. It makes you cry out to God when your heart is broken. It makes you recognize. If you hadn't had a Judas in your life, you wouldn't even have an experience with that, uh, an experience with that spirit. But we always thinking that our experiences in life are going to be ha-ha, hee-hee, and glory to God, and I'm going to just jump and shout, and, and education is going to get me there. Friends and being in the right place in the corporate America. Oh, yeah, I'm, God going to connect me to the right person. But you don't understand. That's a process. And it's not done according to the world. It's done according to the things in the spiritual realm that God has created and destined for you. And you have to have these things. Jealousy, the state of feeling of being jealous. You don't understand something. You're going to have a Judas. You're going to have a jealous spirit. You're going to have a spirit that's going to bring confusion. You're going to have to have a backbiting spirit. You need all of these things to, in order to help you recognize it. So when you get there, you'll know, no, you can't be around me. Because see, when you were in the first stages of coming into your purpose, I, I, I don't want to hurt their feelings. Oh, but see, after you had that experience and you done got those experiences and, and being knocked down and, and torn down and, and being discouraged, there's a boldness start coming when you're getting closer to your purpose. There's something that happens in your life. You need to understand something. You got to understand how God builds the house. You need to understand it's not built overnight. I look at something on HGTV that build a house in 100 days. Let me tell you something. I hope that house stands. But when God builds the house, when God sets the foundation, you ain't got to worry about it. The wind, the tornado, the jealousy, the democracy, the confusion, the, 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 uh, the Judas's in your life. Can't nobody get inside of my house because it's built by God. And it's going to stand the test of time. You need to understand what is happening. Huh? You need to understand now huh, is the hour for your God-given purpose. Huh? No one can stop your purpose in life. Huh? You need to step back huh, from yourself huh, and analyze yourself huh, and ask yourself why you're allowing these things to continue to happen in your life. Huh? You need to wonder why huh, you can allow huh, that same man to continue to abuse you. Huh? Why you allow that same woman huh, to continue to abuse you. Huh? I don't care if it's your mom and your daddy. Huh? Sometimes I got step away from my crazy family. I got one and so do you. Stop being in a place that my mama was righteous. Your mama wasn't and your daddy wasn't either. They wanted to get rid of you but God said no. You need to understand your God-given purpose. You need to understand what that's happening in the realm of the spirit. Can't nobody stop 
your destiny in life. Can't nobody do it. Can't nobody do it. Something God gave me this morning. It says no one is that big that they can stop the will of God. You need to understand something. There ain't nobody, no earth, no political arena, no entertainment industry, nobody in corporate America, nobody in the church. There's nothing in the earth realm can stop the will of God in your life. There's no force on the planet can do this. When you understand the awesomeness of God, when you understand that he is omnipresent, omnipotent, and omniscient, the three C's, when you understand who God is, that's why when you are not fulfilling your God-given purpose, that lets me know that you got little faith, a little perception of God. But when you step outside, what you normally can do because your destiny and your purpose is bigger than you. You know that it takes a powerful God, a powerful force that can do what you cannot do. You're just a small thing in the earth realm. You're just a small thing in the spiritual realm. But when you understand the power and the presence of God and how mighty he is, take nobody you. You're unstoppable because there's something else that's pushing you to fulfill and complete your destiny. There's something else. And I pray that you don't get into the place that you start on, on this new journey and then you want to look back. That's a dangerous thing. I can't take no old phone calls no more. Because when I was there giving you everything, you treated me like a dog. Don't let your pride get in the way. Oh, yeah, I got enough. Yeah, I just give it to you. God bless you. No, why would I give the devil my money? Why would I give the devil my time? If God wanted you there, you would be in this moment. So why are you looking back? Why do you think they still owe you something when God has brought you into this holy place? You need to understand what is happening. First Chronicles 12 and, 30 and 32. It says, from Issachar, men who understood the times, you got to understand this dispensation that we're in. They had an understanding. They had a revelation. You can read the scriptures, but unless God give you a revelation, it's just words. The letter kill it, but the spirit bring forth life. The spirit is a living God. See, the thing about it is when you got the fire and the power of God in you and the Holy Ghost, can't nobody change your mind because God has said it. Everybody's born with the spirit of Christ. But they're overflowing. That means it'll come and go. 
I think that's what he said. I believe that's what he said. Now I'm struggling. No, when God said and he showed you, you stand on it because that's something that's sealing your consciousness. Be careful about people wanting to enter your life when you come up into a place. Because they did not help you get to that place. They made things harder for you. So why are you entertaining that? You need to understand. Let's go to John 10 and 10. I'm going to give you some scripture. Let's go to 7. Jesus said to them again, Most assuredly I say to you, I am the door of the shepherd. Excuse me, of the sheep. Are you trying to do anything else outside of your, your, outside of God? Your Instagram, your Twitter, and all of this Facebook, YouTube, and all that crazy mess that you're doing? Them fake prayer lines that you don't know who's on the other line praying? Something you see on TV, don't even know their lifestyle? But when you know God for yourself, you can't take Jesus from it. Because I had an experience. I should have been dead sleeping in my grave. <laughs> my mama was an Abelite my daddy was a Hitchhiker. I'm in Ezekiel, the 16th chapter. He said, they threw me out in the field in my own blood. <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> passed by me three times and told me to live. And my daddy done did to me. <laughs> but the spirit of Christ hovered over my lip body. And I was struggling in my own pain of rejection. But he passed by me. The first time it touched my mind. The second time touched my body. The third time touched my spirit. Hey, you better get a revelation. That my body can interpret it and then my spirit put it all together. You don't need nobody. But God Himself. That's what He's telling you. I am the door for the sheep. You don't need nobody else. Let go of them friends. They don't mean you're no good. You don't understand huh, that they're trying to stop huh, your purpose. Huh. They're always telling you, huh, bring it bad news. Huh. They always want to tell you huh, what happened when you did it before. Huh. You don't know what God is saying in this hour. Huh. I may have jumped ahead of God, huh, but this may be my hour. Huh. Unless I know and get a revelation and pray and fast and seek the Lord. Huh. There's something in my spirit huh, that's waking me up all night long. Huh, and it's talking to me. Huh. And it's a voice I never heard. Huh. It's a feeling I ain't never felt before. Huh. But yeah, you want to listen to somebody that got a dead spirit. Huh. Ain't going nowhere.
Verse 8, John 10 and 8. It says, and oh, whoever came before me of thieves and robbers, all my friends that came before I got saved, look what they've done to me. They didn't never appreciate me. They couldn't see the light that was in me. So everybody came in my life before God came. He said this. <laughs> he said, ain't no more thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. I, I, there was something muffling my ears. There was something that was stopping up my heart and my ears. There was something over my heart. And I couldn't hear the voice of God. Even though he created me. But there's something in the world that I was born in sin that stopped up the will of God in my life. And except a man receive the spirit of Christ, how can he be born again? I was a Nicodemus. <laughs> I had some pharaohs in my life. <laughs> I had some Herodia, Herodias in my life. I had some Jezebels in my life. I had some Delilahs in my life. There was something hindering me. There was a force in my life. That just seemed like every time something good tried to happen, huh, there was something that would stand up huh, and push me back huh, 10 degrees huh, when I was trying to go forward 10 degrees. But there was something in the Bible. And the man wanted a sign. He said, make the dial on the clock go forward this degrees. You got to understand something. There's something in the atmosphere. There's something in the spiritual realm. There's something in the time zone. Now, that God is going to perform a miracle. And the dial on the clock moves a certain way that it shouldn't have. You need to understand and understand the time in which you're living in. You need to understand we're in the right time and the opportunity that God is to do something and the dial on the clock is for to do something he never did because the hour is right father son of man coming but for those have suffered been stagnated you need to understand this let's go down to verse 9 he said I am the door if anyone enters by me, he will be saved. That means he's saying if the door that I open, you ain't going to have no problems. You ain't got to see no psychiatrist. You ain't got to go to the ABC store. You ain't got to run behind somebody that don't love you. You ain't got to run and be with a certain crowd huh, because that's not the door. But if I understand the door because I'm in a place now and all that I suffered. Now God said, you in the right place. Now I present to you an open door. Because you're ready now. And you're not trying to take the trailer park with you. 
lady in your sorority through the door with you because y'all took a blood oath. But you understand that this door is for you only. My daughter can't go. My son can't go. My children can't go. My best friend can't go. And I don't feel bad about it. But I got to save me now. Because I got to stand before the beamer seat and give an account for what I've done. Now is the hour for you to fulfill your God-given purpose, your God-given destiny in the realm of the spirit. And we'll go in and out and find pastors. That's blessings. You thinking all of this other stuff going to bring blessings. But the only thing that's going to make blessings in your life is obedience to God and doing the will of the Father. Verse 10, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. The thief, he did not say it was a little devil, a thief. That's anybody that possesses those characteristics. But in Christianity, we say that anybody that possesses those characteristics are the devil or the devil is using them. But let's look at it like this. <laughs> Some people just are born with an evil nature. God created evil for an evil man and an evil day. That maybe it took that evil to chastise you to get to the door. So maybe you need to encounter those wicked people in your life. And see, when you understand that it took those type of people to get you to where God wants you to be, this is the same thing that I'm saying to you earlier. Those experiences. When I understand that it took those experiences in my life, the Judases, the betrayers, the backstabbers, that means when I understand, Joe, and I get to my purpose, I, I ain't full of hatred and rage and anger. I'm not getting that demon cast out of me because God has delivered me through the process. But that's why you got to have a prayer life through the whole process or throughout your life that you understand what is going on. He said, I have come that they may have life and they may have it more abundantly. Everybody wants that abundantly. Everybody wants that type of life. And I'm going to tell you something here. When people don't understand who they are, they will do anything to destroy you. When people don't understand who they are, they would do anything to destroy you. And you need to understand that. You can go to Psalms of Solomon 8 and 6. It says, set me as a seal upon your heart 
as a seal upon your arm, for love is as strong as death. I was in love with that thing. <laughs> Isn't it strange? It seemed like the more they abuse us and, 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 and cause hatred and confusion in our life, it seemed like there's a distorted type of love. It's not a pure love. And it seemed like I can't just get free of that thing. Jealousy as cruel as the grave. You need to understand something. What you think in is love is a spirit of jealousy. It's a spirit of a limitation. It's a spirit of destruction that they possess. Because you are still trying to get over what your mom and your daddy did, you see, continue to be drawn to that negativity because of what you were born in. If I was unwanted in the womb, I came out <laughs> unwanted. So I, I gravitate to unwanted. It's flames of flames of fire, a most vehement flame. We're talking about jealousy. Was they jealous of your purpose? It's a most behemoth flame. And then it causes us to be jealous of what other people are doing because I'm stagnated in my life and I see somebody else moving towards their purpose. So instead of me getting on board or finding out what they do, I throw stuff against it. I throw bad words. I throw curses on in people's life and don't understand that it reverts back to you seven times more than what you tried to do. So God takes care of your enemies. And you and you and your God-given time huh, and God-given purpose in that hour in which God has preserved you to move, you do not have time to think about small things. Because when you understand that God has secured you, when you're in the zone of your purpose and you're doing what God has said, I ain't got time to worry about jealousy. I ain't got time to worry about Judas. I don't have time to worry about the destroyer. I don't have time to worry about the thief because God got me. Because that's when my faith is at work at the highest. No one can stop your purpose. And God is letting you know through this process, he's taking you through these dips and valleys that you are taking back your power. See, it's one thing seeing it. But when you start coming into the place, when you fight the enemy, you ain't saying, well, give me back my power. Give me back my power. And I put fire in the name of Jesus. And you moving on. I ain't got to deal with you no more. And I know God is going to deal with it. But God sometimes is waiting on us to deal with stuff. The kingdom of God suffered violent and the violent take it back by force. That's why we don't understand the walk of Jesus. We don't understand the book of uh, John. You need to understand Jesus' walk. He was not um, 
He was not nice, because they were not nice to him. The Pharisees and the Sadducees, the Zealots, the Essenes. Look at how he dealt with the political party at those times. He spoke truth. He spoke the word. Elijah called down fire to Jezebel and destroyed her altars and her evil contact with the satanic world. You need to understand this. Destroy, put an end to the existence of something. Are you willing to destroy those evil things in your life? Put to an end. By damaging or attacking it. Because it's trying to hinder your purpose, your destiny. I'm going to tell you something. When God told King Saul, Saul, Saul of Solomon, don't bring nothing back, but he, he, but he spared the king, and the king came back and what? Killed him. You don't want nothing from them. Don't take nothing from them. You don't know what is attached to it. I don't care if it's something you done prayed for. Yeah, the devil gonna send you something that you done prayed for from somebody wicked. Come on and get some common sense. Now it's the hour to fulfill your God-given purpose. No one can stop your purpose. A thief, a person who steals another person's property. This is what is going on. Who's the thief among you? You need to see who's really trying to do this. I want to go to Genesis, the 37th chapter. 37 and 11. Then I'm going to go to 1831. Sometimes your worst enemy is in your own family members, church family members. And this is Joseph. Joseph is always a great story. A lot of times you're having dreams and visions. And you're telling people that is not in a place to hear what God is saying. Even sometimes when God speaks, it is so far above you. But you grow into it. And this is what is happening with Joseph. And his brothers are so mean and angry with him. Because not only does his father favor him, let's get in this bit real, Jesus Christ favored you. So all of my people around me are trying to find a way to get rid of me. 
but they can't. And what they thought they were doing, they would just, God just use it to get me out of the midst of this type of thing. I'm glad they put me up for adoption. <laughs> I want to be with the family that I'm with now. See, the father favored him. Gave him the coat of many colors. His brother Reuben didn't want no bloodshed. Then they found some merchants that sell him. And he went into Egypt and ended up at Potter's house. Then Potter's wife tried to get him to sleep with him. See, those experiences in life. Then he helped the baker and the butler. They didn't remember him. But God made a way that when his time, his appointed time came, God used him. Because there was a severe famine coming. See, you're trying to be used in this season. But God said, I got something I'm going to orchestrate. And you're going to walk through the door. So he was able to do what God wanted him to do. And I'm just paraphrasing the story for you. And then he was able to save the brothers and the vision and the prophecy came to pass in the end. But did you notice Joseph's heart was not against his brother? I'm not saying he wasn't angry, but it was not the fact that he got to the place that he could not fulfill his purpose. And save a family and a generation. And that's the generation that the bloodline that Jesus Christ came through. Do you understand? I'm not worried about my enemies. As long as I follow the will of God, they can't hurt me. Even though it had to be bloodshed. And they sprinkle blood on the coat. See, I tell you about the bloodshed because it's always going to be bloodshed. There's always going to be pain. But Jesus Christ had to shed his plane, bore our sins on Calvary. But it didn't stop the purpose. But the thing about it is, the Bible says, if there's no bloodshed, there's what? No remission of sin. So how could he forgive them down the road if it wasn't no bloodshed from an animal? <laughs> but there was nobody that was worthy but the lamb that was slain from the foundation of the world. Because back in that day, they were shady, doing animal sacrifices. Oh, but Jesus Christ, get a revelation. He was the perfect sacrifice. No one can stop your purpose. If that blood wasn't shed, there would be no remission. That means Joseph couldn't turn his heart and humble himself to his brothers. And he kissed them and embraced them. Go read the scriptures. That was the forgiveness. When I can do it in love. And see that it was for God had a purpose. Didn't he say that? 
Go read the story. In all of this that I suffered, God had a purpose. And he used, he said what the devil used for bad, God turned it around for the good. And I want you to see this. And I want to read you something. I never read this translation. It's Ephesians 5, 15 through 20. It says TPT. It says the, trans, it says the passion, passion translation. The passion translation. Ephesians 5, 15. It says, so be very careful how you live. Not being like those with no understanding, but live honorably with, it says, with trust, wisdom. For we are living in evil times. It says, take full advantage of every day as you spend your life for this purpose. He's given us the blueprint how to live our life. He said, honorable. He says, trust, be truthful with wisdom. Take advantage of every day. We're talking about your purpose. As you spend your life for this purpose. And don't live foolishly for them you have, it says, for them you will have, it says, discernment to fully understand God's will. And don't get drunk with wine, which is rebellion. Instead, be filled continuously with the Holy Spirit and with your heart will overflow with a joyful song to the Lord. Keep speaking to each other with words of scripture. Singing the songs with praise and spontaneous songs given by the Spirit. I've been there when God given you a song. Always giving thanks to Father God for every person he brings into your life. Hear that? In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I pray that something's been said and done. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray, amen.